Hi, everybody. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. Tonight's episode is called Black Friday. I don't know what to say really about that. I don't know if I like it or not like it. No, I mean, it's a little early for Black Friday. I mean, we could have maybe had this episode in Well, two they weeks. did just do a Halloween episode. So they are going in holiday chronological order. Well, they are, but we're, I mean, on Black Friday, there should be an episode. That's true, but people around here already have Christmas lights up. So people are ahead of time, so they can amp up for things. Okay, so NBC is, it's a commercial. It's a commercial venture that feeds into prepping you, which is why Valentine's Day candy comes out in December. That makes sense. Okay. This episode was season 26, episode 8 hosted by Keith Morrison. Now, we love Keith Morrison. No one would ever say we don't love Keith Morrison. However, I am feeling a strong yearning, (laughs) longing for Andrea. Where is Andrea? I miss the white pants. I miss her stern but fair questioning of murderers. I miss her perfect hair. With the on-location shots that we had in this at that mall, Andrea would have been great. Yes. I would have liked to have seen Andrea walking by an Amber Crombie and maybe getting a pretzel from Auntie Anne's. Oh, God. Or Aunt Annie's. Is it Aunt- Auntie Anne's? Why did I go with that instead of Wetzel's? Because that's the one that's around here more, I feel like. Oh, oh okay. no, there's a, both. I don't is know. Is it a West Coast I, thing, though? Are people going to I've understand? found that both of them lately have been disappointing me because I want it to be more like the Disneyland pretzels and they're yeah. not thick. They're not thick. They're and not. I want a really thick one, like a doughy one. Then can I make a suggestion that I was delighted by? Yeah. Wetzel's has those pretzel bites that come in the I do. Cup. Yeah, I like those. Those are thicker and that doughier. I should stick with those. Yeah. And you can get with that cheese mm-hmm. and get in there. I actually have frozen soft pretzels in my freezer. Maybe those we, are good. I could eat them with Velveeta dip. Although Maybe I could... prefer the, the cup of Tostitos, the jar yeah, of the better. dip, the cheese dip. It tastes so better. So maybe I should combine that with the soft pretzels. Maybe you should invite a friend over who also enjoys soft pretzels. We are going to eat like queens. Yeah, we are. Yes. I think we got a little off track on this one, though. Let's Let's, keep going. Let's circle back to murder. This episode takes place in Fort Worth, Texas. Mm -hmm. So right away, you can mark something off your bingo card, the Arizona, Florida, Texas card. This episode is about Ashley Harris. Ashley, I liked her already. She was described as not a princess girl. Her hair was always messy, and her clothes never matched, Mm -hmm. and I liked that about her. Mm -hmm. Her family played bingo, and so I was hoping that people would be playing bingo with our cards. I feel like you get a free bingo. You get a free bingo because... You saw bingo on the screen. You saw bingo on screen. Yeah. So Ashley worked at a Blockbuster after high school and met this girl, Laura, and they fell in love. It was a lesbian story, and we usually only get one per season. So this might be it. So enjoy it, folks. And it was only an hour. And it was only an hour. Not fair. Uh, Ashley came out to her parents, and there's this really sweet moment. Her mom was kind of uncomfortable with it at first, but then she says God wouldn't give her this child only to want her to not love her. And Keith smiles and says it wouldn't make any sense at all. Yeah, Keith. Keith is such an LGBTQ supporter. He was being such a sweet dad in this episode. Keith was. There were a few moments with Keith that I was doing that. Aww, it's kind of amazing because sometimes I only think of him as snarky. No, but he knows how to pull it back and be just kind, Keith. He knows how to show the soft Keith underbelly. Yeah, yes, the soft Keith underbelly might be an alternative title. Or a band name. (laughs) So Laura and Ashley, they dated for a few years, then they broke up, but they stayed friends. Ashley worked now at American Eagle Outfitter. She was very liked, and she loved to have fun, and everything was going great. She had this new girlfriend, April, who's like a hot blonde, and has this super raspy voice. Is that, did she lose her voice, or is that her normal voice, like Sophia Bush? I'm thinking it's her normal voice. It was really cool sounding. I love Sophia Bush's voice. It kind of puts me in a trance. Okay, so everything's going great for her, but then there's a blip. There's a break-in at the American Eagle Outfitter store, and 18 grand is stolen. I was really surprised that they 
had 18 grand. They make that much. I don't know why. I was so surprised. Is that store expensive? I think that that's probably a week's worth of deposits. Oh, okay. I was thinking I think it was like armored, a day's worth of deposits. No, I think that the armored truck probably comes once a week. And so it's every Thursday or something like that or gotcha. after a busy weekend. But no, it does seem like a lot. I've never worked at a clothing store that had 18 grand in yeah. the safe. So Ashley helped ID the subject on the video camera stealing. She was really interested in law enforcement. Her dad and her stepdad were cops. And so she was thinking maybe she would go into loss prevention for American Eagle. Mm -hmm. But then, I guess it was shortly after this. I'm not sure how short. It seemed pretty short. So it's Black Friday and her apartment is on fire. The police and the firefighters find Ashley's body dead in her apartment. Her arms and her ankles are bound. She'd been beaten and tortured, and her neck was cut. And the fire was set intentionally, of course, to cover the tracks. So everyone she knows is devastated. This girl that was the last person to see her named Alexis... And she kind of bugged me. I don't know if I was just predispositioned to not like her because every time they said her name, my Alexa went off and it started to drive me crazy. (laughs) But I also think that she was secretly in love with Ashley. So Alexis was watching Ashley's dog all night because Ashley was working Black Friday hours. so She had to work until 3 a.m. So Alexis was going and letting the dog out. Then when Ashley came home at 3 a.m., Alexis brought her breakfast and then hung out for an hour until 4 a.m., which is, she's super in love with her. Well, are you sure? I thought it was maybe a hot affair that we didn't get into because it was a two-hour episode. Why was Um, she coming at 4 a.m.? No offense to Alexis. Did you see April? Who would you choose? So maybe Alexis was trying to have a hot affair with her neighbor and then... And it wasn't happening. Yeah. I think more she was a love from afar because Ashley was magnetic, we were told. Yeah. So everyone was drawn to her. So the cops interview this neighbor who was an ex-cop and he saw a black infinity that he didn't recognize. Do you think you're that observant? I wanted to be. I was so like jealous about the cop. I'm going to start paying more attention. If you were a cop, you'd be trained to be that. But I think it's a skill we could train ourselves. Yeah, we could. I don't want to be the neighbor that's interviewed and ha- literally saw nothing. No, I didn't notice. No, I have no idea. Yeah, that's No, true. I'm not sure. No, I wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> like, I, I want a meaty role on Dateline. You are. You're that one person. Yeah, it was somewhere between 5'2 and 5'9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't remember what he was wearing. It might have been a girl. I honestly don't know. <laughs> that's how unobservant I am. Well, so Alexis is like me. She's totally useless to the cops. But... Ashley's hot boss is there, Chris. He's a cutie. Didn't you think he was a cutie? I had no idea what was going on with him. Oh, you thought he might be a murderer? No, I, well, he was ageless, like Dracula. <laughs> so I couldn't Wait, figure did you out. say Dracula? I said Dracula. Dracula? <laughs> Dracula. He could be anywhere between the age of 26 and 43. Yeah. He looked like Christopher Reeves. He has black yes, hair yes. and blue that eyes. Is so, oh my God, I kept saying in my head he looks like Clark Kent. Yeah, that's he it. did. He, but he was the only one that said that she loved life and he said it right away. He said love life? He said straight up love life. But yes. I said, I wrote down Chris Boss is kind of Hollywood handsome. That's yes. what I wrote down. So he hears from useless Alexis who says, oh, they saw an infinity. And he immediately runs to the cops and he says, we had an ex-employee who was fired from the store and Ashley was involved in it and she has an infinity. Which, Mm -hmm. do managers make that much? Infinities are expensive, aren't they? They are kind of expensive. But, I mean, they make like maybe 40000 a year. Yeah, not enough for an infinity. Well, we'll find out later. There's maybe other stuff going on. Oh. Okay, so Carter is the ex-employee who has the infinity. And the detective can't sleep that night, so he goes to Carter's house, and he finds the infinity, and he literally watches it for four hours until a man and a female go to the car, Carter and her boyfriend. They drive to the mall where the American Eagle was, and she goes into the mall. And her boyfriend, who we find out's name is David Mallory, he stays in the car. That David, the boyfriend, tells the cop that Carter went into the mall to get some paperwork at her new job at Aeropostale, 
this is, was my OMG moment. The cop says Aeropostal, and Keith says Aeropostal. Mm-hmm. I did some research. I think it's the fancier way. It is. It is the fancier way. Yeah. Because I couldn't find anything. I found, even found a commercial that was a minute long. I watched the whole commercial, and then they don't even say it at the end. They just show it. I should have never doubted Keith. I just kind of thought he was making it fancier than it needed to be. And I've always Well, what thought, did the other guy call it? Aeropostal? Aeropostal. Aeropostal. Which is okay. how I would say it. No, no, you wouldn't. I would never huh. assume it was Aeropostal. Who would assume it was Aeropostal? By the spelling? I don't even know how it's spelled. Oh, jeez. Okay. I shop at Target. <laughs> Unless there's a crossover. So that was really my big whodunit of the episode, was whether it was error. <laughs> and we've solved it. Error postal. Okay. So the cop goes in, and he goes to error postal, and the manager says, that girl, we don't know her. She doesn't work here. There's no car yeah. So... He goes throughout the whole mall. He can't find her. He goes outside. He arrests David. Carter has disappeared. They go to her apartment building. and Why she's does he arrest David? Um, they he felt doesn't like... have a driver's license? They have to find a reason to arrest him. Yes. And it's something weird. Like... His ID wasn't valid or something like that. Okay, something dumb. Okay. So they go to her apartment building, and Carter is in the laundry room, and she's wearing a different outfit. She's wearing pink scrubs, which is odd because I... Don't see non-medical people as wearing scrubs. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. So Carter was an assistant manager at American Eagle Outfitters like Ashley. She wasn't as friendly as Ashley was. They bring in Rando employee who says that Ashley was really smart and very deep. They kind of implied it was like she was too smart and deep to be a manager in a retail store. They didn't imply it. They said it. I she kind said of find it. that offensive. She said I, she's not a normal retail manager that you would find, which is a little bit snotty of her to say. It is because I've worked retail and all the managers I've ever had, some of them were in grad school while they were being managers. So yeah. who on you? That's true. Carter and David were the primary suspects behind the 18,000 robbery, and Ashley's the one who figured it out. Carter was fired. David basically disappeared after the robbery, so he was fired. And the case was still being investigated when Ashley was killed. They had heard around that Ashley's the one who pointed the finger at them. So the cop is asking Carter all these questions in the interrogation room, just making chit-chat? It was so strange. I've yeah, never that was seen... bizarre. Yeah. He was asking how many siblings she had and where she went to school. What she cooked for Thanksgiving. What she cooked for Thanksgiving. We'll get to that later. That was a big topic on Twitter. <laughs> then, all of a sudden, the detective pounces, and he catches her in this lie where she says she never left her apartment that day, even though he saw her leave and go to the mall. Then the detective leaves her alone in the room, and she wipes down her water bottle. It was just very weird. Like, she was trying to cover fingerprints. Yeah, she or... stares at it, and then takes a tissue, wipes the sides, and wipes around the rim of the mouth. But I don't think she got in there enough at the rim, because that's really where the Why wouldn't you would just be. walk out with the bottle? Right. She never asked for a lawyer. Yeah. So if you're wiping down your fingerprints, maybe just get a lawyer at this point. Yeah. Also, cops can really easily just get a warrant for your DNA. So it seems Also, very you're strange. being videotaped. You know also, you are. Also, she does not seem to be aware of that fact that she's being videotaped. Because she does it just right out. So the police think that Carter and David killed Ashley for revenge and also to steal her keys to the store at the mall so they could rob the store again because the keys were missing from the apartment. And then there's surveillance video of someone with dark clothes trying to get into the store that morning after the murder. And it's Carter when they drove to the mall and she's trying to get that Black Friday money, which would have been just so much money. Yeah, they said it was $80,000. Yeah. But on the video, you see the key doesn't work because after Ashley was murdered the day before, hot manager Chris changed the locks, which was such smart thinking. I can't believe he did it so fast. So fast, literally the same day. But he said he was concerned for his employees' safety and he was concerned there would be another robbery because the keys were the only thing missing. So Mm -hmm. that was very smart thinking. But also, does Carter not think... Carter might think 
here, I'm piecing it together right now as I say it. Carter might think that she is a vampire and does not show up on video cameras. Dracula? Dracula. Because <laughs> now in the interrogation and the surveillance footage that she knows is in the store because she was a manager at the store. Right. So she's now twice being videotaped, not disguising herself that well. Does she just think she doesn't appear in mirrors and on video cameras? That's what I've just decided. I think so, we came full circle. Yeah, yep. I think so too. Okay, so the key doesn't work. Carter then walks away, and then they catch her on another camera, and she's leaving the mall on foot towards her house, but she's wearing the scrubs. So this is what I started to think, because they didn't say if she walked into the mall with a bag with a change of clothes. I don't recall, but I bet there's a medical supply store at the mall, and she swiped those scrubs Oh, there's on a good the chance. way out. Yep, absolutely. So they get warrants for the cell phones, and on Carter and David's cell phones, there are pictures of Ashley's apartment complex, the door to her apartment, her car. They were fully stalking her. They're both arrested, and they go on trial. This episode's just zipped along. Also, the crime was solved pretty much the next day. So <laughs> never seen that before. Um, it really did. It was yeah. the perfect one for me to be an hour episode. You were like, okay, because they got it right away. Yeah, literally it. the same day. The one cop did not even get done. one sleep in. Zero sleeps before yeah. he solved the crime. The cops Because find... Keith was very worried about that. He goes, did you not get any sleep? <laughs> and he says it in the most concerned way to Papa the detective. Bear. He was. He totally Papa Bared him. And he did this little eyebrow thing. He was really worried about the cop's sleep schedule. Oh, that's really was, nice. Yeah. He was being really nice in this episode. Oh. The cops find a receipt in Carter's car. I just got to say, she's really the dumbest criminal who thinks she's the smartest. Yeah. She left the receipt in the car. It is two shovels, a tarp, and gloves on her credit card charged. It wasn't Walmart, though, I don't think. I think it was another store. No, I think it was like Home Depot. Yeah. It was like a hardware store. Yeah. So they don't know why because she was burned in the fire, Ashley. But then they go through their phones. They didn't use burner phones. They were on their phones Jeez. texting each other longitude and lat latitude coordinates. So the cops, of course, go to that area and literally right there in this remote area is a fresh grave that's dug. So they think the original plan was to take Ashley there, kill her there, and bury her there. But she fought back so much. She was athletic. And she yeah. fought them back a lot. And so they had to kill her at the apartment. And then they burned the evidence. They also find a gun, which comes back with Ashley's DNA on it because they pistol whipped her. Just really, they just laid it all out for the cops. Just yeah, everything was just right there for them. Carter had also had discussions with people saying that she had fantasies about killing people. So again, why didn't they just confess? Did they want to get caught? The random coworker comes back and says that they were plaid folded. shirt. I only noticed the glasses and the hair. I thought Chris was wearing a plaid shirt at one point. He was. He was okay, too. They good. were both wearing like standard practice American Eagle plaids. Okay. So the she comes back and she says they her and Carter were folding clothes one day and Carter just says that she's thought about killing someone before and wonders if she could watch them die. Which so, is a, definitely a conversation that you have in retail. You've worked retail. I've mm -hmm. worked retail. Oh, yeah. We talk it, about it all the time. So that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Many conversations where I poured out and confessed my worst human nature. To a fellow co-worker. To who a fellow co-worker. Maybe considered a, an acquaintance. Yeah. Yeah. So they think it was basically a thrill kill and that Carter is just really sadistic. Carter takes the stand against her lawyer's advice. Smarty criminal. She says it was all David's idea. She flips on him so fast. Uh -huh. She's, oh, sh I, should I mention that David is black yeah. and Carter is white? And the only reason I'm mentioning it is because it's kind of relevant. So she pins it all on her black boyfriend. She was afraid of him. They said that Carter said that she was enslaved by David. He would tell her what to drink and eat 
and made her have sex with him in a theater, which immediately took me to that Alanis Morissette song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was the all I couldn't get it out of my head. That's you song. ought to know. That's Shh. the song. That's, That's what it's the called. song. Thank you. So Carter says she was asleep when Ashley was killed. And then David just came home with these American Eagle keys, shoved the keys at her and some gloves and said, we're going to the mall. You're going to get this money. And he held a gun on her. And he said he had someone staked out outside her parents' house and would kill her parents if she didn't. Uh, No one seems to be buying this story. So she goes a bit further. She says that the night before the murder, just to threaten her and show her what he could do to get her to go through with this, she says the night before the murder, David brought these men into her apartment and they raped her to get her to submit to David's will, I guess. And she does not specify their race but she says they were speaking in ghetto language or Or ebonics again not to go through with the murder just to get her to go through with the burglary with the robbery right right so this seems a little extreme to get someone to go through with a burglary doesn't it yeah this seems more like what you would do to get someone to go through with the killing with a murder but she says she was not there she was asleep She was asleep. And the prosecution lawyer is just loving it. And he is like, well, she's trying to play this black card. She's trying to prey on any sort of racial fears of this jury by saying, I'm just this poor little white girl and these black men totally rape me. So when he tries to get her to say, so they were black men, she refuses to say it. I didn't say that. I didn't say it. You're saying that. I didn't, I didn't say that. Then he says, well, Ebonics is associated with African American. And she goes, I don't know what Ebonics is associated with. (laughs) Guilty. Yeah. You're done. Then she says that the reason she wiped down the water bottle in the interrogation room is because the smell of the bottle or the water reminded her of being raped. The smell of semen in the air. That's literally what they say. What? I mean, what, why would you wipe the, the wiping it is not going to make a smell go away. Close the bottle, move it away from you. Right. Wiping it down is going to make a smell go away and then hold the tissue in your hand that now smells like semen, apparently. I don't know. I've never had a bottle smell like that. I know a plasticky smell. Right. But water bottles don't usually smell like that. Like semen? Well, so we should point out that everyone on Twitter pretty much universally thought that she was lying about the rape. Of course. Of course. So you as well think that she was lying. It made me feel really uncomfortable when I was watching it because of everything that's happening right now in the actual world. Oh, yeah. The news, it made, it made me feel really weird to say, oh, no, she's definitely making all this up to get out of a murder because there's so many brave women coming forward, right? Well, in my mind, and has always been, that because women are usually not believed, I have always felt that women who lie about rape are pretty much just as bad Is that harsh to say? It is harsh, but I understand. I think to lie about something like this, and because... That puts a stain on every other woman who actually has been raped, and made decades and generations of women not be believed because of you. Knowing that, and you do it, and you lie, I think you're you're the scum of the earth. I mean, she uses her rape story, and that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe she was. I will say, if she was... She's if she was, I think that there is a chance that it was unrelated to the way that she's making it related to this case. Right. I still think she's a murderer. I do still think she's a murderer. And I think but I think she's using her rape story in a way to get her out of something which maybe it's not related to. It's awful. Anybody that's raped, it's awful. But yes, even if you're a murderer and you get raped, that's still awful. But don't use the rape as a way of getting out of the murder. You're still that a you murderer. you totally committed. You still burned a girl in her apartment. You literally burned her in yeah. her apartment. And dug You're a grave. Still, and dug a grave. And all basically so you could rob a little bit of money from American flippin' Eagle. Right. 
I will say her behavior on the stand did not lead me to necessarily believe her. Okay. Uh, she's fair. so I mean honestly if she's making it up it's a she's one of the worst yeah she's one of the worst and let's just say she deserves the sentence that she gets yeah let's be clear all right anyway so moving on yeah okay and I think she's smarter than she thinks she's smarter than everyone else she yeah. has one of those she wants to she's a talker because she can talk her way out of anything so that's why she took the stand and right. so I do, yeah. So David also won't admit that he did it, but he's also found guilty. They both get life in prison. It ends with a really, really nice moment. The last time Ashley saw her mom, she, Ashley asked her mom to go play bingo with her, and her mom almost said no, but then changed her mind at the last minute and went, and they had the best time. And Ashley's mom used to be kind of skittish and uncomfortable around Ashley's girlfriends, the whole gay thing. But now the two ex-girlfriends that Ashley had are like family to her and they all play bingo together and they get their nails done. And when people say, oh, your daughter's so pretty about April, um, the mom doesn't correct her. And I it was written, they're all hugging. And I was like, someone was chopping onions in here and I was not crying, but I was a little crying it was really sweet it was really such a good way to end it i wasn't expecting that it was really really sweet and it made me want to go play bingo i will play bingo with you anytime okay okay it's okay but i understand so did you have any guaca moments i have a guaca moment omg moment oh i can't believe that you missed did you see what the criminal center was what the court was called it was the tim curry criminal center what? Tim yeah. Curry? Tim Curry, Criminal Center. I thought it was wonderful. I was like, oh, yeah. And Frankenfurter, bringing it all back to Dracula. I was really excited. Yeah. But it can't be named after him. No, it's not. But it's another Tim Curry. And I That's just thought it was awesome. great. Yeah. I was really, really excited awesome. about that. And then I do have some outside stuff, actually. Okay. All right. So the boyfriend, Mallory, he also flipped on her and said it was all her idea, the murder. he did. He did. And his defense attorney was like, it's not the first time a younger man has been bamboozled by an older woman. And I didn't know that, and they don't talk about it, but she's 27 and he's 21. Really? So when this all went down, she was 25 and he was 19. (gasps) He was not even old enough to drink yet. Yeah. For some reason, that made it so much worse. Yeah. 19 years old. That's really, really bad. And then a lot of these reports that I read kept talking about the neighbor, the one who called the police initially when his carbon monoxide detector went off because there was a fire upstairs. The neighbor downstairs who called kept saying that he had heard earlier noises and heavy breathing. And I couldn't figure out how thin the walls are in these apartments that you hear heavy breathing. And every single article I read said it. That's bizarre. Heavy breathing. Janine Garofalo has a bit about that, about how thin the walls are in New York apartments, in New York City. And how she says she can hear if her neighbor goes like this. She can hear that. But that's in New York City. That's That's surprising. How would you ever hear heavy breathing? And then that was pretty much, I guess that was all that I found out. I did find out that it's not that interesting, but Carter and what's his name, David. So she was a manager at another American Eagle Mm -hmm. and Chris was the manager there too, or someone else was the manager there and they had surgery. So they were out for a bit. And while they were out, she took the opportunity to hire her boyfriend, David, at that store. So then he stopped showing up to work and he missed a bunch of shifts. They fired him. She got transferred because they found out she was dating him, which is against store rules. And she had had problems there anyways. So the head guy transferred her to this other store and told Chris... We're sending Carter to your store. We hope she can have a fresh start there. So then what she does is David switches around his first and last initials or something and two digits of his social security number so that he won't be flagged. And she got him hired at that new store. And then the $18,000 go missing. Yes. You know what? So that's interesting because the other thing that I found out is that during investigation, they apparently 
when looking at their text messages, realized that they were also basically stalking another American Eagle store. (gasps) And it must have been the first one. Yeah, They were looking to rob that one as well. They had like a plan for both stores. All of their text messages and stuff said things about security cameras and It was really detailed about the other store as well and how much money they would have and all that stuff. On their phones, which they did not delete. Yeah. And why did you think you had to kill her? Why don't you just break in and steal her keys? I think because it was a thrill kill. Because she's crazy. they They were pissed because she had turned them in. But from what I've read, Chris, the hot manager, he also watched the tapes with Mm -hmm. Ashley and he also figured out he even watched a bunch of footage of David working so he could see what his mannerisms looked like and see if it right. matched up. So he was just as much in it as Ashley was. Right. Wow. It's, she didn't have to die. It's upsetting. I did want to talk briefly about the cabbage bacon salad. This is when she's in interrogation and she says she made one for Thanksgiving. David didn't like it, though. So on Twitter, we were just a buzz. It was Cindy and RJ and I, I think. We were talking about, what is it? I kind of thought it was there was going to be like a recipe segment of Dateline, and maybe suddenly Carter <laughs> would smile at the camera in the interrogation room and go, find the recipe in the link below, like it was Food Network. And I just thought yes. that would be really, really funny. So we're trying to figure it out. And Class and Laura offered to make it for us. She said she thinks she's had it before, and the cabbage is cooked in bacon juice or something. Yes. Wilted cabbage, yeah. So she be. said she was going to take one for the team and make it for Thanksgiving. So Laura said she would call her dish cruelty free killer bacon cabbage. And then someone named Venting Out Loud very nicely supplied us with the recipe. It seems to have a lot of mayo in it and green onions. A ton so of So it's like a potato onions. salad. So it's like a coleslaw with bacon. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, a coleslaw. Yeah. Okay, so it's not a slimy dish. It's a crisp dish. I do not like coleslaw, though. So the whole thing sounds disgusting to me. I'm sorry. And why would you make coleslaw for Thanksgiving? I don't know. Families are weird. Definitely. There's There's got to be some weird family traditions out there. I wish we heard what Keith's were. I would be interested to know what Keith has. Keith probably has a really expensive bottle of red wine and a Cornish game hen. Yes. Probably doesn't even turkey. Because you know his stepson is Matthew Perry. The actor? Yes. From Friends? Yes. I did not know that. The more you know. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, NBC. Okay. Weird. I think they might have cigars after the meal, too. Maybe. Out on the the lanai. Yeah, they do. Definitely. (laughs) On the lanai. Did you have any classic Dateline moments or quotes? I did. Keith did this amazing lean that was a lean over the railing of some steps. It just really brought it to life. It was more like a 3D type lean because he was leaning over the railing and then one of his arms was hanging down over the railing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And so it added some dimension to it. And I said on Twitter that it was the most complex lean we had seen in a while. Cindy called it a multi-layered lean, an MLL. It is. (laughs) And a couple people put a screen grab of it. They liked that lean. And I'm impressed with his balance. He's in good shape, Keith. Yeah, he is. Okay. There were so many precious moments. Okay, what was your big one? I had one big one, but I want to know what yours were. Okay, well, the bingo, obviously, at the end. Obviously. Um, And then the first ex-girlfriend was crying And she said the world was worse off without Ashley. And then she kind of couldn't get it out anymore. And she just said, well, my world is. And she was crying and she could barely hear her because it was so sweet. That was was really sad. It was that one. It was that quote because it was that real crying where she was just, she missed her friend. My other precious moment, the raspy girlfriend said that she couldn't take it in the courtroom hearing the stuff. So she left. And then the mom was comforting her and she was crying and she said, she shouldn't be comforting me because the mom shouldn't be comforting the girlfriend, but she was. I mean, they they were comforting. It was really sweet. It's really sweet. It was a lot in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. MVP? Um, First girlfriend. Valor. Laura. Laura was my MVP. I liked Laura. I that last quote got me that the world is worse off or at least mine is. I just Mm. I felt like she really cared and I liked the way that she described her. I like the yeah. way that they met, come into Blockbuster and sort of, and they sort of had to figure out how to be together for the first, you know, they were both figuring that out. And I just, 
I felt it was a really human touch to this story. I liked it. I'm laughing at you saying, figuring out how to be gay. Because she said that. She said, you know, 15 years ago, it wasn't okay. No, that's, that's true. That's what she said. And she, yeah. with the way that she described it, you you sort of saw this world. Yeah. So Who's your MVP? I, I really thought Chris, if he hadn't mentioned the infinity to the cops, that link wouldn't have been there. And if he hadn't true. changed the locks, I thought that was good too. That cop who saw the infinity really broke the whole thing because they had nothing until they yeah, knew about the that infinity. Was really good. I just liked both of the girlfriends a lot, and I liked the family a lot, so I really liked yeah. them all. Did you have any losers besides the criminals? I don't like doing losers as the criminals. I don't so like obvious. the nosy neighbor that heard heavy breathing. Yeah, that seems very suspicious. Who we never met, who was listening way too closely. I didn't like that. Do you um, think that it was a like an empty well, glass under- against the, the wall? I don't know. It rubbed me the wrong way. But then I did. I really did not like the girl in the plaid shirt, the other employee. Oh yeah. In the the brand ambassador, she yeah. was not. I what well, I don't. We didn't need to hear from her. We could have heard friends well, at work. I said, first thought that she was totally one of the useless random friends, but then when they brought her in and they told the story about the folding. Wanting to no, kill that's people. a different friend. It's a different friend. No, it's the same I'm person. I'm talking about. No, it's not. It's a completely different person. I'm talking about a. Di- I'm talking about a girl that you don't remember. I'm not talking How? about the folding girl. There was a girl that they kept interviewing that was making me nuts. Ho- hold on, I wrote her name down. What do I have? Oh, a Lindsay Green employee. Lindsay Green, I said, is literally wearing head to toe American Eagle. Eagle brand rep in question mark. Lindsay was her name. And you're sure it wasn't the sister? Positive. She's in like a bright madras plaid. It pinks and turquoises. Okay, and it has I'm little look white for... buttons on the collar that are buttoned, which I also oh. found. Oh, irritating. her! Yes. See, yes. you're looking. You see her? Yeah. I see her. I see her. Useless. Useless. We don't oh, need yeah. her. Why is she? I don't there? even she's remember just... what she said. She's she taking didn't a precious time in an hour episode, and I don't appreciate it. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. Also. That's the outfit you choose to no. No, but that's the American Eagle brand rep outfit. That's the outfit. And then what Chris is wearing when he's wearing that sort of gingham plaid, it's blues and reds. That's another American Eagle. This is our this is our so fall two thousand sixteen plaid. <laughs> they just wanted what? it to be an ad for American yeah. Eagle. They had to Which proudly ba- represent. Basically a less scandalous Amber Crombie is what American Eagle is. It's less expensive and less sens- sensual. Sens- sensual. Less okay. sensual. Gotcha. So. so brands that are unhappy to be featured on Dateline and are now associated with murder, do you think yeah. American Eagle or do you think that they wore enough American Eagle to counteract the murder aspect of it? I think American Eagle's a huge conglomerate and it won't touch them, but I think Aeropostale might be a trouble. <laughs> Aeropostale, I looked, and is bankrupt. Oh, well, there you go. I they think went Infinity bankrupt and are closing a bunch of stores. What about Infinity? Because Infinities, I don't understand. They're expensive. Why are they so expensive? I don't know. My cousin works at an Infinity dealership. I should find out. Find out, I feel like. So Carter clearly had done some stealing before if she's driving no. an Infinity. Carter clearly has rich parents and then is uh. dating a rebel bad boy boyfriend who's 19 like a creep. Carter's a creep. God. I wish they had told us that, the age thing. I don't know why they left that out. Joan River Station Police? Mm-hmm. Carter's dress and hair on trial. Was it not Sister Wives? And that may be just because we just watched the right. precursor to this was the Mormon, the yeah. polygamous. Yeah, but clouded by the LDS I was. previous episode. Yeah. But the What's hair... F? What's the F? Former Latter-day Saints? FLDS is what they kept oh, calling yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. No, f- f- uh, fa- foundational. Fa- is fa- it? Fundamentalist. Close. I was, did I say Oh, that? you were good. You said foundation. Oh, yeah. Fundamentalist so, Church of fine. Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So the, the dress that she was wearing was kind of like a baby doll dress. They were trying to make her look really, really innocent. The hair was so curly and it was curly from the roots 
So Cindy, our friend, thought she had had Mormon braids and then pulled them out. That's what I, it looked like. I thought she they, she had a curling iron somehow in prison. I was very confused. I thought she had a wave crimper. Somebody yes. given her access to a wave crimper and she was like, this is my deep waves. Yes. So when we get to Twitter, I'll tell you the conversations that arised yes. about her hair. But they were definitely going for that look, make her look all innocent. And yeah. What was Chris wearing in... In the trial, you said so there was something. Chris, yeah, Chris had decided that probably the best way that he could represent American Eagle was if he wore a collared shirt and tie, but instead of the traditional sport coat or blazer, if he wore an anchorick. So he wore a lightweight windbreaker with a hood. <gasps> he did. It was zipped up to mid chest, so then you could see the shirt and tie, but it was a windbreaker type look over the top, which I found ridiculous. That's all I'm going to say. If this was really fashion police, if we were in court, he would be given maybe 10 years. It was a serious offense. I'm sorry. I really liked Chris. Are you looking it up right now? I hope you're looking. You're trying to find the courtroom footage. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. You're full of baloney. Um, I want to talk about Ashley's tattoo as well. What do you want to say about it? Um, do you know what Hurley is? Is that what it said? Did you see the H? Yeah. Her last name was Hall, right? Ashley Hall? Maybe. What was her name? Um, is that her last name? Did it start with an it H? It was Harris. Harris. Okay. There was an H, and then I think it said Ashley all the yeah. way down. She, she had, first of all, I'm confused when people get their own name tattooed on their body. Is right. Always it, a is, little, it is a that's little a, odd. But the H was done in the Hurley symbol, and it was blue and green at the it top. It was. It was. And then at the very last shot that we see of Ashley in her candid picture, she's wearing a Hurley hat and it was confirmed. And I said, it did not imagine it. It was a Hurley symbol. So she had used a clothing brand symbol and that I didn't know about. But I felt like maybe that was kind of mall life. Yes, mall life. Those are big mall brands, right? Like when I loved LA gear. Or people that love Roxy or Billabong or... Well, like, and we have, was really cool for a moment. Let's not talk about the Ed Hardy couple from several weeks ago. Yeah. I but was confused love when I saw it. it that much Hurley. that you would get it tattooed. Maybe I'll get Marona by Target tattooed on me. I will pay for that. <laughs> I will pay for that. If you get it, I will pay for it. But Tip. it has to have my name somehow in it, too, because we have to. Oh, sorry. Marona by Kimberly. No, I like Marona by Target better. Maybe I just love Target so much that I'm going to tattoo the dog with the little, the red Target logo. The bullseye? The bullseye. Is that what you keep trying to say? Bullseye? Yeah, I can't, I couldn't get the word out. Would it's it a be Target. in the lower oh, yeah, back region? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. What if it just said Marona life in old English? <laughs> like on your stomach, straight up on your stomach, right above your belly button. Marona <laughs> life. I'll pay for that. Well, you know what? We always pretty much figured that I was going to die alone, so we might as well get it me a tattoo Let's just that will tattoos. just permanent, permanently put the dirt on that coffin of I'll, me ever get, getting I'll get married. a few. I could get a few. We could do this. I'm, let's do it. Well, I think you should get Monster Energy drink. I will get Monster Energy drink if you get Marona. <laughs> I will do it. I'll do it at the M. <laughs> and then my last name. Oh. <laughs> I like that. These are good ideas. Okay. I know. I hope you're writing these down. What I'm these not are writing... the things you should be writing I down. I have not written anything down this episode. I've been great. Okay, so what else do we have? Are we on to alternative titles yet? No. Alternative theories. Okay, alternative theories. What do you have? I think the friend, Alexis, that was clearly in love with her, yeah. tried to get some romance going in that morning, and Ashley was not having it because she had a hot girlfriend, and Alexis just snapped. Would oh my god, my Alexa just beeped. I told you. Oh, that's amazing. Alexa, would you wear a green dress on Dateline? Did, can Alexa hear me? <laughs> Alexa, would you wear a green dress on Dateline? Sorry, I'm not sure. She's not sure. She said sorry, though. She said sorry, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sure she, she is. But she doesn't know the answer. But also, how is Alexis not a suspect right away? She was the last person to see her at four in the morning. And she came yeah. over for what reason? They never tell us why she came over. To bring her breakfast, I read. How is that not you're so in love with this person? How is that you're not number one suspect? A number yeah, one. Yeah, because that's weird behavior. It's I'm weird. sorry to impugn your behavior. Alexis, I'm sorry, but 
but it's, it's weird. weird because you do not need to be watching someone's dog until three in the morning and then get yeah. bringing them breakfast. Where's your get, job? Get, Ashley had a girlfriend. So come on. This is not good. Anyways, moving on. Alternative <laughs> titles. Okay. I have so many. I have horrible ones. So maybe I'll go first this time. Okay. We're I gonna have switch things up. the key to a murder, which is a perfect title for this. And it probably should have just been called that. Yeah, that's good. That's what they were the after the whole time. Yeah. The key mm-hmm. to a murder. Then I had uh-huh. Bram Stoker's Black Friday that I just wrote down. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. And then I had songs that would have been good for this, which is No Scrubs by TLC. And then also Who Let the Dogs Out because of Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> the list of songs. It, it was Alexa. <laughs> it was Alexa's. Yeah. I mean, Alexis. Sorry, no, don't Alexa. say Alexa. Yeah. She keeps lighting up at me. Wait a minute. She's... Ask Alexa right now Who Let the Dogs Out. Alexa, Who Let the Dogs Out? I didn't see, but the dogs seemed to like it. I didn't see, but the dogs seemed to like it. What does that mean? She didn't see who let them out, but they the dogs were enjoying themselves. Okay, That's good. That's it, that sounded... It was weird the way she said it. I, they didn't, but they seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that sounds like Hannibal Lecter. It does. Well, that's my version of Alexa because maybe I because I sound like Tina Belcher. So there we go. Now we know. Let's all become clear. What are your titles? Okay. Well, one is a song, but I'm not going to sing it. Which is, did you watch um, How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Let's go to the mall. Yeah. Okay. So that song. So Robin Sparkles. Um, okay. Okay. Carter went era postal. Yeah, I was trying to get there. That was good. American Eagle Out Killers. Ooh, good. Right? It's really good. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. B-I-N-G. Oh my gosh, Carter, please stop talking. Because they play bingo. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. Evil times infinity. Look at you. I know. I just went pun crazy. You did. You went pun I got two. I have two more. Okay. Bottled Up Rage. Oh, that's good. Because the water bottle. Yep. I see you, semen defense. I see see you, semen defense. Because of semen. Yes, I see it. I see you, semen (laughs) defense. See? Because she played the semen defense. You did good. You did well. Yeah. Come on. It's like you got in my brain. I know. Because I had nothing and you had them all. They just came to me. Oh. And I made myself laugh, and I thought, why have I been resisting puns my entire life with anger? It's with delightful. Vitriol, it's delightful. It's so fun. I, I made myself chuckle. And you're so smart that you can do them really well. So I'm, I'm so glad well, that you've come over to this side. It's so much and more I fun. I mean, I haven't decided yet Ugh. if I'm coming over to the dark side. This could just be a one-off, and we don't know what's going to happen next week. I'll see how I feel. Great. No promises. Great. Okay, is it Twitter time? Yeah, because um, I played bingo and I did not do well. You didn't? But but Ashley's family did well playing Twitter, and that's really all that mattered. Playing Twitter or playing bingo? I'm sorry, playing bingo. But and I... I was really happy. Uh, waka Flocka Lean. Why do bad things happen to good people? Me trying to get my recording of Dateline to stop skipping. I'm so sorry that you had to go That's through hilarious. that. That's hilarious. I'm sending you thoughts and prayers. Oh. Um, Anne LaBarbera. She is totally like, I am not racist, but the black guy did it. No, wait, a bunch of black guys did it. But I totally didn't say that you did because I'm not racist because you are. That's exactly. That's pretty much exactly right. That was her testimony. Nail on the head. Yeah. Um, April, who's... Eric A. says, leave Carter alone. She can't help that she's afraid of her water. (laughs) Um, Rose Bacardi, I was buying it until semen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Raindrops GDM, Walmart has cheaper items for their murder kit. And Harley B. 11, save money, kill better, Walmart. (laughs) And then um, Rusty Tiger Poo 1, need gloves for a murder? Need a good inexpensive shovel? Need a dark hoodie and a ski mask? Shop your 24-hour Walmart. Wear the choosy murderer's shop. Wow. Wait, so was it at Walmart? It must have been a Walmart. I think it wasn't because people were upset by the prices. They thought she could have gotten a way better deal at a Walmart. So I think it was not a Walmart. So it must have been a Home Depot or Lowe's or something. Yeah. 
where there's don't have sticker prices and that smiley face at the Walmart, you know, that goes down. Yeah. The jumping smiley face. They don't have that. The rollback. Rollback. Yeah. yeah. Which is so always like, Carter which is so irritating. Because there's so many times I go in and the rollback on shampoo or whatever is, well, it was 466 and now it's 433. And I get really mad when they roll back a price 33 cents. That does nothing for me. Whoa, whoa, Richie. Sorry that you can't appreciate 30. I appreciate a 33 cent no, rollback. That does it nothing. all counts. It all adds up. You're telling me if when you go to 7-Eleven, that's a big difference between chips that are like a dollar thirty and chips that are ninety nine cents. But that's different. That's the dollar difference. I'm talking about when you're in the four to five dollar range, and it's like okay. a little bit of a difference. So you're still giving a five dollar bill instead of oh, I have these weird four ones I need to get rid of. And so if the shampoo was rolled back to three forty four, I might be able to get the shampoo, and instead I'm just gonna walk around with greasy hair. Because <laughs> you're going to get it. You're just not going to buy it. Because I'm mad about it. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. Yeah. Just me, Mandy. That crazy bitch was trying to rob a store at 8 a.m. while people were walking the mall. <laughs> and Rebecca Crook said, mall walkers will run you down and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> did I not talk about killing mall walkers last week? You did. You did. Because... My purpose in life is to get a soft pretzel. It all comes back to soft pretzels. And these slow mall walkers were stopping me. So I think I would be allowed to kill them. It's like extra slow. I know the mall walkers you're talking about where it's just She's painful. talking, I think, about the speed walkers. The ones that really use their arms, you know? They oh, those are people. Toe to toe. They do the laps. You're talking about mall. mall browsers. People that are just walking with a bag right. and sort of looking at the stores. But doing it at a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Jeremy Bradley. Midway name recap. This is midway through the episode. Ashley, Melissa, Monica, Tommy, Chuck, Laura, Chris, Lindsay, Carter, April, Nala, Cooper, Jerry, Ernie, Wallace, Alexis, Steve, David. So confused. I... It was true. Ashley's the victim. Melissa... The sister. Who's Melissa? The sister. Sister. The older Monica, sister. Monica's the mom. Mm-hmm. Tommy and Chuck, are they the dad and the stepdad? Yes. Okay, Laura, oh, was that the girl you... No, first girlfriend. No, first girlfriend. Okay, Chris is the boss. Mm -hmm. Lindsay is that girl that I didn't recognize. And I didn't like, yeah. Carter is the murderer. April is the raspy girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Nala was the dog. Mm -hmm. Was Cooper the other dog? Yes. Jerry and Ernie and Wallace. Jerry and Ernie, I think, are cops. Who's Wallace. He must be the cop that they called in to come and arrest David. I thought it was one of Jerry or Ernie. I thought one of them was there and he brought in his partner. Oh, brother. I don't know. I don't know. Alexis, we know because she's the actual murderer. (laughs) Um, David is the other killer. Steve was the cop. Yes. Okay. No, we figured it out. We did kind of. We just don't know the cops. Yeah, I don't. I did not. And Wallace. I don't know who that is. Um... So we had a big conversation about the hair situation, the curly hair. So Kim said, as someone with curly hair, I'll tell you, this is her natural hair. It's not with a curling iron. And I just had a horrific realization that this is what I'd look like in court. Uh, Then that made me realize my Jufro would be so out of control if I was in prison. Because, you know, I get like a halo effect of three inches all the way around my head. Yeah. Laura suggested. It would work for you, though. You'd look like an angel. No, it's not. It's like um, Art Garfunkel. <laughs> if Art Garfunkel looks like an angel, then that's what I look like. And then Laura suggested you could swipe some vegetable oil from the, the, the commissary, commissary. Yeah. And then maybe oil it down. And then Kim said she thinks that our curly hair, the jurors would find us untrustworthy. Pretty plus more, our new friend, joined us and said, Girl, me too. As a curly girl, this is the main reason I am law-abiding. You ain't gonna sentence me to no blow dryer. That would be the real crime against the general public. Stay straight means something else to me entirely. (laughs) And then her friend joined in, OMG, it's me, yo, said, Same girl, same, which is the only reason I don't kill those that piss me off. So... Basically, we have a whole new sector of people that are literally not committing murders 
because their hair would be so out of control uh, in prison. This could be a whole new ID show. It could. And it's like killer women, but it's women who want to kill, but can't because they have curly hair. It's a very specific genre. Curly-haired criminals. Curly-haired curly haired convicts. I don't know. We got to come Ooh, up with something. Oh, that's so okay. bad. I'll think yeah. about it. And then a few people posted pictures of what they thought she looked like. And uh-huh. someone thought she was going the innocent, like the Taylor Swift when she, the early curly, to go innocent like that. And I think it didn't, it didn't work for her. No. And I, I wonder if it hindered what the jury thought of her because they took less than two hours to deliberate. No, what hindered... Which is like, they didn't even watch a full length movie. Like they... What hindered the, what the jury thought of her was the fact that they had a bazillion text messages and photos and things going back between her and David being like... Be, almost like this is how we're gonna do it yeah stupid try to catch us cops you'll never catch us and i'm so confident i'm gonna text you all of this information you'll about never, you'll never catch me coppers <laughs> i'm too smart um, for you see sorry i'm done that's it yeah it's good that's a good accent i hope that should be on your resume <laughs> whatever they call that accent. date with dateline does accents sometimes <laughs> Um, so things in the news, a couple of things. Was that I it? To dis- was that it for Twitter? Yeah, that okay. was it. It was, yeah. It was pretty um, fun. So the show, The Keepers, remember The Keepers? Yeah. Class and Laura went to that school, was given her first communion by the priest that they think was the actual murderer. No. Yes. She said he had to leave at some point on a vacation or something or sabbatical, but he was really in treatment. You know, they kept yeah. sending him away for yeah, treatment. Yeah, 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 yeah. she went there. That's crazy. She did say that there was a nun that was scarier than him because she would spray them with holy water when they misbehaved. Oh, my and God. I, like a dog? Uh, and then she said, but I don't know if it was actually holy water because if it was blessed by the murderer priest, then that probably doesn't count so much. Yeah, I don't think so. holy water. I don't think so. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? She went to that school. That's crazy. I'm glad she's still alive. I am, too. Yeah. Um, and that's, I guess that's pretty much it. Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend, they think they found him and he was faking his death for 12 years. So we may see that on a, on a dateline. What? Yeah. But I thought we already knew that I'm having a weird Mandela effect because this is so familiar to me. I thought we already knew that he had faked his death. I don't even know what you're, I don't know anything about this story. What are you talking about? He went missing a long time ago, literally 12 years ago, and she was devastated. Then I think a while ago, they figured out that he had faked his death. And then I guess recently he was spotted or they found him. I think it was for, you know, those people who go out of money and then they do, they have to, maybe he was in so much debt or something. I don't know. Life insurance? I don't really know what the deal was. I don't think she was involved at all. Sweet Olivia Newton-John. Of course not. But she's America's sweetheart. She is, but, truly. And he's a, a total scam artist. Has been living, I can't remember where, Australia somewhere for 12 years. That's bananas. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no so idea. So that might be a daylight. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. So everybody follow us on Twitter. A lot of people have been real heroes this week. Not all heroes wear capes. And they have been just tweeting about our show a lot. So Thank you. Keep, keep doing that. On Instagram, too. On Facebook. Talk to Katie on Facebook. She's lonely, and I'm her only friend, and I don't even like her that much. So go on Facebook. I love her. I'm just kidding. I would be devastated if she was murdered. No one can but see my prob- face right now. It would probably be me that murdered her. No, it's definitely going to be the husband. There's no doubt I about hope it. it's not me because of the curly hair situation. I really hope now it can't be you. It needs to not be you, or you need to really up your game and... Make sure that if it's me or it's not me, I get a Dateline interview regardless because I'm either the friend of the victim or the suspect or the actual killer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd for sure get my interview regardless. You do. I would like to take a polygraph test. (laughs) That's all that matters in this situation. Like silver linings, folks. Maybe you can killed, but Kimberly finally gets to be on Dateline. Maybe you can work it in a way that you are a suspect, but then you're cleared. So you do get to take the polygraph and do all that, but then you're cleared later. So basically, I'm the star of this episode. Yeah, you're the yeah you're the superstar. That's That's what what I'm hoping for. Mm -hmm. That's what I really want. Yeah. Yeah. But we could just fake your death and send you to Australia for apparently so. I'm fine with yeah. that. I, I like that. You, yeah, then you're still alive. Um, but really talk to Katie on Facebook because 
Yeah. We'll post some more memes on Instagram too because I know oh, that people are yeah. missing the hilarious memes. We I, have I'm hilarious. calling them hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get people hilarious. to look. All we right, haven't as many visually stunning episodes in a while. Not since the really rich couple. That, that was that kind was, of overload visually. It really was. Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review as well. Yes, leave us a review. Same we, thing. All right. All right, that's Don't it, everybody. Don't watch alone. Don't watch alone. Watch with some bacon cabbage salad in your Aeropostal <laughs> cargo pants. <laughs> that was good. They do make cargo pants. Yes, I guessed. I was hoping Nailed that was it. right. I didn't even look at the website. I was just guessing. Nailed it. Did it. Yes. I'm so proud. Done. So proud. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.